Hello and welcome. I am Ira Gordon, and along with Stacey Santi, the host of the Accidental Entrepreneurs Podcast. We each previously founded successful companies. Along the way, we became business owners and eventually sold those businesses, despite us having no real background in business or ever even planning to become entrepreneurs. In other words, we did this all despite originally having no idea what we were doing or getting ourselves into. In each episode of this podcast, we will share stories and tips from our journey, and we'll answer a randomly chosen question about our experience. Let's jump right into the show. If you caught our last episode, you may already know uh, what the question of today is, but if not, uh, why don't you let everybody know what the Wheel of Names pulled up for us, Stacey? The question is, what is some of the worst advice you hear people telling founders? This is a really good question because now that we're entrepreneurs and founders and we've had successful exits, we get invited to all these places where people think we know what we're doing. So we hear their stories and you particularly because you work with the, what is that called, Ira? The Veteran Angel Network. Well, I was thinking of the oh. a pitch contest. Oh, well, we, I did. I did the idea through vet prep, which was for vet students. Yes, the idea. Tell us about that. The idea was an innovation competition that we built at vet prep specifically for veterinary students. The idea behind the idea was that my partners and I felt like, you know, we just totally accidentally fell into entrepreneurship when we started vet prep because we were suffering from this problem and we just wished there was something better and decided to do it ourselves. But we had no idea what we were doing and we had each other to encourage ourselves and we were lucky that we ran into some fantastic people that helped us and mentors along the way but figured that lots of people may not have that and so wouldn't it be neat for us to create a competition to encourage students to share their ideas and provide some mentorship to help them you know really evaluate those ideas and think about if they could be a potential viable business and then potentially provide them with some funding if they won that competition as well so it was pretty neat so you probably heard some stories where people shared what others had told them. So what's some of the bad stuff you heard? Well, so my favorite piece of bad advice actually came from my partner at the second business I was involved in, which was uh, the veterinary practices that we built and uh, that I worked in for many years. And he already had an existing veterinary oncology business at the time that we were coming together to build a veterinary radiation center and cancer center. And he really wanted to hire me rather than necessarily partner with me. And I remember him saying that the business advice that his father-in-law had given him is that you should never take a partner unless you absolutely have to. And I just remember thinking to myself that that seems like terrible advice. You know, I, I partnered with my vet school classmates to to start vet prep. And obviously we we did a lot of great things there. But in addition to having my partners to improve the business that we were actually building, the whole fun part about it was doing it with people that I liked, right? Um, and not just kind of building something totally on my own with nobody to 
sort of commiserate during the tough times or celebrate the good things, but actually, you know, working with uh, a team of co-founders that I really liked, that were fun to think through problems with and work together was probably for me, like the most rewarding thing about entrepreneurship. And so hearing this advice that, oh, you should never take a partner was kind of jarring. And I um, am happy to sort of look back and say that when I point out that he gave me this advice back when we were first starting to come together, he's totally come around to my point of view. What do you think some good qualities are in a partner or co-founder? Because I do think there are a lot of horror stories about companies basically tanking because the co-founders couldn't agree on the the direction or the strategy of the company. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big deal uh, to be partners with somebody that aligns with you and that you can collaborate with as opposed to clash with. Uh, You don't want somebody that's just going to agree with you. You actually want to have productive conflict and conversations about difficult things. But I think, um, you know, certainly having it be somebody that that you trust and not somebody that, you know, you've just been through sort of easy things with um, is good. It is certainly ideal in my experience to partner with somebody that has something different than than what you you have. And although at Vet Prep, my partners were also all like we were all vet students when we started. So we were all idiots and we were all interested in the same kind of medicine. But uh, it turns out that, you know, our our personalities and the way that we operate are different enough that we were extremely complementary. So, you know, I am sort of the thoughtful, curious, quiet introvert and um, but like really sort of an operator that likes, you know, figuring out how things work and getting into the nuts and bolts of that. Um, my partner and best friend Mauricio, he is, you know, a energetic, visionary, um, you know, just idea factory that, um, you know, is constantly thinking about wouldn't it be cool if sorts of questions. And, um, and then our other partner, Steve is like sort of the voice of reason in between the two of us. And, um, and so I think, you know, we really balance each other out. Like I know I couldn't have done it without them. And I think that they couldn't have done it without me. So um, having that type of complementary something, whether it's a skill set or a, you know, sort of aspect of your personality and how you operate would be important to think about as you come up with your team of co-founders. Yeah, I ended up getting a partner too. And, you know, you do like you do when you're dating, you ask around, you see who their friends are, you see if they are um, a genuine person. And some of it's gut instinct to some degree, but a lot of it is just hanging out in the pre phase. And like you did with your, your fellow classmates, you'd hung out with them a lot before you got the idea to do this thing. And also for me, it comes down to two big factors, which is trust and communication, like honest communication, not someone that's just going to, you know, have a hard time telling you when they disagree with you. Yeah, I think um, it is. It's unromantic to say this, but uh, you know, a business partnership is a bit like a marriage, right? You are contractually sort of bound to work through 
uh, the future, you know, in uh, whether for better or for worse, right? And um, and if things aren't working out, you know, the consequences of splitting up can be, you know, really pretty negative for all parties involved. What's that saying? Uh, I think it's two beers and a dog. Have you heard that? No, I've heard of uh, two MBAs and a PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> so two beers and a dog is if you like this person enough that you go have two beers with them. Okay. But if you really like them a lot, you'd have them watch your dog. I like it. So that's a good litmus if you're thinking about getting into a partnership with somebody. Well, uh, how, how about you, Stacey? What's uh, some of the worst advice that you've heard told the founders? I've heard this one told to so many people and they say it to me and it just literally makes me cringe when they want, they like don't even want to tell me their idea because they think I'm going to steal their idea and that they've been told that they should not tell their idea to anybody because someone's going to steal it. And I'm like, that is the worst advice ever because like the idea, getting the idea is not actually even the hard part. It's all the work to turn the idea into a product or a service. And you cannot do it alone. And even if you aren't thinking about getting a partner, you need people. And there's so many people that want to help you. And so when you keep everything hidden behind closed doors, nobody can help you. And I think you have such an increased chance of failing. Yeah, I'm I'm sure there are a small number of exceptions to this rule. But uh, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, I think about what we did at Vet Prep. I am a thousand percent sure that we were not the first vet students to complain about the fact that we didn't have any cool study materials and that it wasn't fair that the med students had all this great you know online study material and we were stuck you know reading through these you know long and uh, painful books to to get through to try to go through that process. Um, it was a great idea, but it, we certainly weren't the only ones to have it, right? The The hard part is actually building something valuable. And um, for 99% of businesses, you're, you're absolutely right. I think that, uh, I mean, I've probably had, you know, thousands of ideas that other people have turned into great businesses. Um, they didn't steal my idea. Like just lots of people have ideas and you're probably not the only one that's thought of it, but you may be the only one that uh, actually cares about it enough and has the ability to turn it into something valuable. So um, yeah, that's great. When we were, you mentioned the idea innovation competition earlier, um, we had some some people that were helping mentor the students that were involved. Um, and I most specifically would call out a guy named Aaron Massacre, who you probably know. Oh, yeah. And, and um, I mean, this was like the battle he would fight all the time was trying to get students to you know, share their their ideas and their plans with each other um, so that they could help each other. And, um, you know, really kind of having to fight that narrative of you know, your ideas are the value of your company. They, they probably aren't. They're not. They're not. It's the hard work that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. goes with the idea. All right. Well, let's jump over now to this part of the show where we will share a favorite quote, book, tech tool, or person. Who do you got for us today, Ira? I will mention a technology tool that it took me a long time to actually come around to. And that was a CRM, which I believe stands for Customer Relationship Management Tool. Um, I might have that wrong. And if so, I apologize. But when we started our business, 
we had, you know, our first customer and I put their name on a spreadsheet along with sort of what they bought. And then I added to that over time, ultimately building that to tens of thousands of lines on a spreadsheet and adding, you know, some fun formulas to calculate things. And it wasn't until, as I said, 10 plus years into the business that uh, somebody said, what do you mean you guys don't have a CRM? <laughs> and, you have a special secret spreadsheet. <laughs> and um, and the one we chose uh, is called HubSpot. Um, there's lots of great CRMs out there, but having a tool that allows everybody that is a customer, everybody that might be a customer, everybody that's you know worked with your products in in some capacity and actually um, monitoring them, managing them and marketing to them was something that we really never thought was an important thing until um, until we implemented it. And uh, it was um, a pretty significant difference maker for us to, to start using one. That's so funny. We have a similar <laughs> story that, so when I left my hospital, my practice manager, Karen, she's like, don't leave me here. I'm going with you. So she quit too. And we both went oh. to start Vet to Pet. And right away, she's like, we cannot keep our customers in your little notebook. Like, <laughs> we're going to have to have some professional product here. I'm like, oh, no, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> oh, it was necessary. Yeah, we ended up going with Salesforce. And, Fantastic. you know, uh, uh, it's the key to those things working is setting it up well. And yeah. if I could give advice to my former self, I would say, spend the money, get someone to help you set it up the infrastructure of that thing really good. And then you'll be so happy in the future. <laughs> um, for me, I'm going to share one of my technology tools. I can't imagine I could have started vet to pet without, and that is Keynote which is the Mac version of PowerPoint and Keynote, I was able to basically have a clean whiteboard that I could do design on. I could put ideas on. I could build mock-ups of what was in my head in a program that was easy enough for a, per a regular person to use. And over the years, I just hacked up that keynote. I would have vision and boards and all kinds of different things that I could play around in. And it would be like 300 pages long and I'd start a new one. And I just called it creative ideas. <laughs> and it allowed me to take what was in my head and show it to somebody else because that transfer of knowledge is a real a real problem if you're trying to grow fast and you're trying to innovate. So when somebody, I showed somebody what I was doing in keynote and they're like a real professional person and they're like, oh my God, what have you done here? You've like repurposed this tool for something completely inappropriate. And I'm like, well, I don't know. This is just the only thing I know how to do. So it worked. That's great. Yeah, I used, um, I'm more of like a Google Docs person for that kind of thing, but uh, that that's fantastic. I don't think I knew about Google Docs back then. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I've been using it for a while, but I couldn't tell you how long. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you very much for joining us on today's episode of The Accidental Entrepreneur. I hope uh, you'll listen to us again for our next episode. 
Thanks for listening to the show today. If you want to learn more about my story or Ira's story, be sure to check out episodes two and three. And if you are an accidental entrepreneur and would like to be a guest co-host on the show and spin the wheel, just message be a co-host, no spaces, to 1-833-463-9727 and tell us your story. See you next time.